0: It's that time again, episode six. Grill, how long is steak, take, Mister?
1: Two minutes.
0: <laughs> two minutes.
1: Two minutes. <laughs> I know. Jesus, are you par cooking those things? Sort, of.
0: sort of. A little bit. Mark <laughs> Microwave. Em, mark them up. I hate it when they do that. Mark, mark your pre-mark your steaks. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, studio two one two, Sunday evening. Seahawks win, beat the crap out of the Arizona Cardinals oh, for sure. We're going to the playoffs. Um. Thanks, Soundcasting Network.
1: Very much so.
2: Um. We have our second guest.
1: Yay!
2: So uh, Introduce yourself. I am Johnny Smith, and uh, I cook at Chop Shop in Capitol Hill.
0: So, two firsts. This is our it's our second guest. It's our first male guest, and our first black guest.
2: Yes. <laughs> Just to correct you, I'm Puerto Rican, but oh. uh, that's okay.
1: That's yeah.
2: Then his dad, his his dad's a cop. We won't hold that against him. No. no. Why would you?
1: Why Why do you gotta be like that? Why do you gotta be like that, Robbie?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome, Johnny.
2: Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. <laughs> have you
0: been? Uh, um, well, I had to introduce myself. I'm I'm Robert Stills. Mm-hmm. You are Miss Hallelujah Hawk. I am. Um, with us, as always, Sir Keith. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so
2: have you been uh, listening to our podcast at all? Yes, I actually have listened to all of your episodes. All of Ooh, them. Oh, yes. why
1: well, thank you. How,
2: how are you listening to them? Uh, I do it in the car while I'm driving to work in the kitchen and uh, I, while I smoke my cigarettes and drink my coffee.
0: No, no, but are you listening on your computer, on oh, your phone? No, on my
2: phone, on my phone, definitely.
0: iTunes? Yes. Yeah, all right. Uh, did you uh, like us and subscribe to us? Yes,
1: <laughs> Oh, and I nice. think
2: I was one of your first likes on the Facebook page.
0: Well, yeah. If you guys have not done that yet, please do that. Oh,
1: please. please it means please. a lot
0: to me. I mean I sit at home and I cry at night <laughs> in has- my bed, looking at the Facebook and watching my light. I mean, I think I saw like it was at like two hundred and three and then I saw it go down to two hundred and two and I was like
1: What? What Sounds happened like I
0: accidentally
2: pressed the <laughs> button. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no uh, But yeah Please subscribe I, I mean I have like Over a thousand friends On Facebook And I'm
1: close to that Yeah, And it's just oh, like, Come on people. people They're
0: not my real friends Apparently not Alright so you know How this goes Johnny We always try to do An update about our work So we'll join you in On this one um, Altura What's up Altura It's the same
1: um, As Yeah
0: It's not the same And don't go Um yeah Tell us <laughs> Tell us what's going, what's going on You still have a job Correct <laughs>
1: I still have a job.
0: Have you got your booty smacked?
1: I have not had my booty smacked.
0: <laughs> um
1: it is thank goodness it is not that kind of place.
0: Yeah.
1: Um thank, yeah, thank goodness. All
0: um, right. Tell us tell tell the guests about I told Johnny about this already, but tell the guests about what happened to you at work with the orange.
1: With the orange? With Superme. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> I had to Okay, so for New Year's Eve, we had to do 300 orange supremes. Which is if you don't know what an orange supreme is, it's where there is just one segment of the orange. Sorry, tapping the mic. Um with um nothing on it. And
0: you cut the segments cut out. Cut the
1: segments out. It's perfect. It's supposed to be absolutely perfect. Beautiful. We had to do 300 of those. It's very time consuming. It's very annoying. And I was, I was taught how to do this in culinary school and it's kind of like knife handling one Oh one. And so well,
0: the knife skills.
1: Knife, yeah. And so my chef was like, Hey, so-and-so tell Hillel how to do this. And so I was like, okay, I was shown how to do it. And This person showed me how to do it and she showed me how to do it wrong. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it the way that you showed me. Wrong.
0: Why? Why would you do that? But
1: Because it's the way I was shown. And so that's what I did. And it was taking a long time. And then... My chef was like, okay, so-and-so, show Halal how to do it correctly. And...
0: He didn't sound like that, though.
1: He didn't sound like that. And so I was just like... And then this other person did not speak up and was like, oh, I showed her how to do it wrong. I was just like, You expected her to speak up
0: and throw herself under the bus? Mm -hmm. Now, you didn't throw her under the bus, right? I did
2: not. That's good. Good call. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But... What me and Johnny were talking about earlier is you fucking knew that it was wrong and you still did it incorrectly. Why did you not go to somebody else and ask them?
1: Because of how things have been going, it's just, it just would have been better to do it this way.
2: Yeah, I could, I could see how that goes, you know, because like, Sometimes, uh, when you're in the kitchen and someone shows you something, you don't want to step on that person's toes and make them look like an idiot. But at the same time, if they're looking like an idiot, maybe you should just, you know, show them how to do it the right way. And then they can know what's up. Um, so in the future, they don't know, they don't show somebody else how to do it wrong. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's happened to me. It happens in all kitchens. Somebody shows you, trains you improperly. Um, And but the best thing to do is is ask. So
2: was it a sous chef or just a regular cook?
1: It was. um, Yeah, just a regular cook.
2: Oh, yeah. Then you just yeah, you just throw them under the (laughs) bus. Yeah. If it's a boss, then, you know, you got to kind of tread lightly. But if it's just another cook, you know, it's a you know, we're mercenaries. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Take savages yeah. dude it is brutal. savages just knock them out get that position just keep on going
0: yeah right that's how you should be looking you should be looking at cutting throats taking <laughs> taking jobs you know what I'm saying I'd have been like yo homegirl her homeboy just showed me an improper way to do this yeah. <laughs> and I'm just trying to let you know that she can't even do a uh, you know a small task correctly so you know what I'm saying if you need somebody to get in there and do the job right you know you got my number hit me hit me back (laughs) but that's just me
1: yeah
0: so all right what's the new year and you still have a job we talked about after the new year's you know you would you would find out yeah
1: well we the (laughs) chef and i have not had our little sit down that is planned um, but don't
0: don't cry it's gonna be okay yeah
1: not not planning on crying all right tears are tears are not
0: it's you know we'll find you a new job if you lose your job at alter we'll find you a new job we got your back I appreciate that. All right. Uh, honey hole for me. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I spoke with you already. I thought I was going to get fired. I woke <laughs> up 20 minutes late on New Year's Day. Ooh.
1: That is unfortunate.
0: Come on, man. 20 minutes late. I called right away, but they were like, nah, don't even worry about coming in. I was like, whoa. really slower Oh, hell to the no. Yeah, I was going to say. We got rocked. No, they were just mad. Unfortunately, somebody else had had some issue and could not come in. Um, so they were expecting me to come in there and-, and do like I do and bust my ass, but I was not there. Yeah, I slept through two alarms. You know, what I'm saying I was, I didn't drink that much. I mean, yeah, I didn't drink that much. I was just out kind of late and Robbie
2: much or regular people.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Robbie much, Robbie much. I remember the entire night. Well, apparently, I got home and Facetime my lady, <laughs> and she said that uh, I got up to go to the bathroom, and then I came back and got in bed. And totally forgot that I was on FaceTime. (laughs) (laughs) I just went to sleep. And so, yeah, I just slept through two alarms. And, you know, it all worked out for the best. Busted my ass, went in there. Yeah, I mean, the owners told me that, hey, this is when I got hired. You know, this is pretty slow for us right now. And we still had a really, really, really good rush. Really good rush. Uh, We usually have a rush from about 1130 to uh, almost... Around two two thirty, sometimes three, maybe, uh, but no, we were busy the entire day. And I, I mean, if you're set up, if you're set up properly, not a problem. I trained some kid, new guy, and uh, I said, "Your your you're part machine, your part octopus." So think robotic octopus. <laughs> you don't have to move from your spot, you just grow extra arms and reach and grab for things. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of how I was taught. You you should be able to grab your stuff with your eyes closed. Yeah. Totally. So that's how my um yeah, how's it going at um uh, that's how it's going at Honey Hole? Johnny, how's it going? you were at the Chop Shop? Yeah, uh, Tell people just, about the Chop Shop for some people that don't know.
2: Uh, Chop Shop is in the Chop House Row Building on 11th and Pike Street. Beautiful. Right by Petty Rosso. And um, it is an old practice space for some local Seattle bands. Um, so we like to play a take on that in our bar and we do some things. We have some drinks that are related to that. But... Um, We are a big bone menu type of place. We do veal shanks. We do plank ribs, pork chops, veal racks. Um, We have a couple pastas on the menu. We do an octopus dish that, I mean, that people have told me is the best in the city. uh, But I don't want to claim that it is. uh, Now, how are you preparing your octopus? The braise or it's a it's a oil it's a oil braise. So we'll get our oil to three hundred fifty degrees, and we'll put some corks in there wine corks, just regular old. Wine corks and uh, some Fresno chilies and garlic. What's the point of the corks? You know, I've asked a lot of chefs. <laughs> I've asked a lot of chefs this He's question. He's like,
1: toss it out yeah. there, like,
0: oh, you know, we put some corks I in trust. there, and I'm like, you know, I don't understand I'm a, this. I'm,
2: a, I'm, a, I'm gonna need to ask what those corks are for. Well, I always like to say that uh, French cooking is happy accidents. So yes, true, very true. You know, so. I've asked a lot of chefs why you would put a cork into octopus braise, and a lot of them have told me, most of them have told me, I don't know, just do it. <laughs> so I just assumed that somebody was making octopus one day and accidentally popped a wine cork in while they were braising drinking. red wine, and drinking. they I've realized that this thing made it a little bit more tender that. and a little less taste like a racer. So. Okay. so um, Sorry so, yeah. to interrupt you. But. No, it's cool. So we do that, and then uh, we get our oil to 350. We drop the octopus in whole and uh, let it get nice and bubbly and go that way for about 15 minutes we'll put a lid on that pot and toss it into the oven and let that roll for about an hour and a half and then just let it cool um, in the oil just right right in the walk-in yeah right in the walk-in or even just like right on top of, of a sink you know just so it can get that air and just get nice and cooked and tender um, and then we clean the fat off and, uh, we grill it and it goes on. Um, we do one for lunch, which is an octopus salad with frisee pickled leeks and shallots. Delicious. Um, a little bit of red chimichurri sauce on you're there. You're
0: not, you're not searing, you're not searing it. You're not grilling it. No, you're it's, not... just a, it's just a little grill. Yeah. Just
2: a quick little grill. To, we do a just, lemon, to get
0: some, just to get some color on yeah, it. Yeah. Just
2: to get some color and some marks. We do a lemon, nice. um, parsley, olive oil okay. marinade on it. Just real all quick. Right. No salt. All right. All right. Um, and yeah, and then we also do a dinner one, which is with roasted fingerlings, potatoes, um, squid ink aioli.
1: Ooh. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: And then you get the pickle leeks and shallots on there as well.
0: How black is that aioli? It's the it's the abyss. We talk about we talking about Wesley Snipes. <laughs> we talking What's about? the
2: dude that was in Amistad? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, uh, okay, like, yeah.
0: okay. He was also a, um, he was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Was he? Yeah, I know he's in Blood Diamond. Yes, yeah, yeah. same guy. He, yeah. Oh man, I don't know, African guy. <laughs>
1: yeah, I forget. I can't say his name. He was. No, like...
0: It's it's definitely funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up on the, you know, the web. IMDb. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, how long you been? How long you been at Chop House now?
2: I've been there now for three and a half months, and we've been open for five. Okay. Oh, you didn't open the place up? No, unfortunately, I did not get in there on time. I was on vacation. Where
1: did you go? Yeah, two month vacation. <laughs> uh, well, I was,
2: I was still work. I, w- I used to work at restaurant Rue in Fremont. Oh, and yeah, um, right. so I was finishing up there and then I took a couple weeks off and went to Montana with my girlfriend to Montana. go hang out in Bozeman in the rolling hills in <sighs> big sky country.
0: How was, it? I came and saw you at Rue a couple times and, and I didn't really know too many people in the kitchen. I knew you in the kitchen and I knew Mikey. Unfortunately, Mikey left and went to cook and opened up a restaurant in Arkansas
2: yeah, yes, he did.
0: Uh, he's the homie, but I frequent in that place because I pretty much knew everybody behind that bar.
2: Yeah, you know they turn people out over there. It's a it's a very busy restaurant, so I don't think a lot of people hang that long. Yeah. Um, and definitely during the slow season, it just gets a little tough. So they move on to other and bigger, better things. You it, know,
0: it happens. It happens. Okay, um, let's talk about your um, your culinary career. Uh, first of all, how old are you? I am 25 years old. You're pretty young. You're pretty young. Okay. Uh, did you go to culinary school? I did not go to culinary school. When did you start cooking?
2: I started cooking, at, um, you know, when I was around 14, 15, just making like sandwiches and stuff like that. And being <laughs> like, this is the jam right here. And I was like, making
0: cereal. Yeah, exactly. No, macaroni and cheese. No. <laughs>
2: you know, using the panini press and be like, look what I made, mom, and stuff like that. But, uh, I really got into cooking when I was 16 and started working at an Italian restaurant in uh, Seward Park called Pizzuto's.
0: That's right, that's right. You've told oh, me right. some very good stories yeah. about that
2: chef there. Oh, he was uh, he was a good guy, you know. Um He was he was a soccer freak and he was an Italian guy and just really particular about certain things. You know, sounds intense. Yeah, yeah. Especially as your first job in the dish pit and you're just trying to you know, learn your way around and not break things. And I broke a lot of things. So, oh, so you did.
0: So you start, you started from the bottom. Oh you yeah. The way the the dish very bottom.
2: I worked dish pit for two and a half years. Now this
0: is something that I've Ooh. been talking about with friends of mine and what it's like with all these kids coming out of culinary school. We've talked about it on the show before and, uh, they know nothing, nothing of working a dish pit and grinding it out and being the first ones in last ones mm-hmm. out. Uh, Scrubbing pans, working up to prep, going yeah. to fry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to come straight in there and go right to saute. So mm-hmm. yeah, they don't know nothing about that. So good, good on you, man. Thank you. Good on you. And how long did it take you to move? Move? I mean, what 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 was your steps?
2: Uh, well, I worked in the district for a couple of years, and then um and then I moved to a bar in Belltown called Black Bottle. Yep, yep. Oh, that's a good. Spot. And um, they let me try out pantry for a day. And uh, they (laughs) saw that I could pick it up kind of fast and they let me trial for a couple more days and I ended up just taking over the position.
1: Good for you. Um, Yeah.
2: And I eventually moved up the ladder there and went all the way up to their expo. So the person who puts the food out and finishes and garnishes plates um and make sure that the tickets are coming out going in and coming out at the right time. That might be one of my favorite positions in the kitchen. Oh yeah, it's a very lax position. Before. Um but sometimes it can get a little hairy especially if your front of houses are not working <laughs> <laughs> to their capacity. But um But that's your job. I mean that's your job to motivate them and be able to
0: no, you're exactly. a good communicator. exactly. Exactly, exactly. You
2: got to be very vocal when you're in there. But um yeah
0: speaking of what what is your favorite position in in the back in the kitchen
2: in the kitchen um, my favorite position would probably be on my knees no No, I like um, (laughs) sorry sorry. Pause, I like pause. saute. I really enjoy saute. You know, usually when I work in a restaurant, saute is a fish position. So you do, you, you do
0: love that fish. Yeah, you
2: like you pantier the fish, you do the scallops, you know, you you do some sides, whatnot, but it's a it's an entree station. It's um it's very heavy and it's a busy station and I like to get hot and heavy. Harry, yeah, I know. know. I, see um, you. I see you, son. Yeah, so I would say that saute would be my favorite station and then um pantry would be my second. All right,
0: all right, all right. Um, okay, um, now me and you worked together at two different places. Mm-hmm. We worked together at Odd Oddfellows, where I had the the honor of meeting Johnny, and uh, we had a we had a really good crew there, and we worked yeah. really really well together. Uh, me, you, and Angelo. Oh, Angie, baby, Chef Casey, and we had uh, we all we all jumped ship together as a, as a crew, which tends to happen. And we went downtown to Bell and Wheat, and we're there together for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you left and went to Rue. Yep. And now you're at Chop House. Yep. All right. Um, all right. A couple quick quick questions. I like to throw out a couple couple questions that I like to ask all the chefs on our show. Mm-hmm. Amy got asked these same particular questions. Really simple ones. <laughs> uh, what's, your, what's your favorite restaurant in Seattle right now?
2: My favorite restaurant in Seattle. Um, currently. Not of all time. Just currently. Currently, I would say the Fat Hen in Ballard. I really enjoy they do brunch every day. Oh. Um and it's pretty good. They have a very basic menu and it doesn't change very often, but what they have is consistent and delicious. That's so. that's most necessary. Yeah. To do a good restaurant is consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a couple egg bakes um which oh. are like, oh, you know, ingredients like some different things in a skillet and you put two fresh eggs on top, pop it in the oven and get them nice and sunny. Money. Um, Money. Yeah, omelets and a little couple sandwiches and stuff like that and they have good french press, so that's always a, a bonus. I'll take that.
0: All right, uh pirate or ninja? Pirate. Yeah. <laughs> all day, all yeah, day. I yeah. can see that. Oh, yeah. Okay, um what kind of chef uh, chef knife do you use?
2: Uh I use a Santoku Shun. I have, Classic Edition. We have the same oh. bl- we have we have the same blade. The, the Santoku or no. the or the mini chef. The mini the, yeah, mini the chef. 6 inch Shun. Yeah, that yeah.
0: was nice. Okay, uh, and I was gonna—I I know the answer to this too. I know, but sh- you wear shorts—you uh, like shorts or pants—in um, the kitchen.
2: Well, since you're here, Robbie, I used to wear shorts in the kitchen <laughs> until there was an unfortunate event where Robbie decided to not stay behind and oh. open an oh. oven. Um, I totally oh, forgot no. about that. I then seared my my leg pretty badly. Still got that scar. Yeah, still got the scar. Oh. And uh ever since then oh. I've been wearing pants. Oh man, I forgot that about is that. It's
1: awful. I that even, is it's horrible. Like I wouldn't even ask Robbie. that question.
2: I wouldn't even ask that question. <laughs> Robbie. If I,
0: he was so I've never Johnny's does not he's a very mild manner dude, very very chill. I can tell. Um I don't really ever see him get that upset. But uh-huh. uh yeah, it was my mistake. It was total I'm not a rookie, but a rookie mistake. Of not, call. I was just busy and rushing behind It
2: was a busy night And I didn't
0: call night. And we're running around And I went to go grab something Came right back And he turned right into the door
1: uh-huh. I mean
0: I'm pretty yeah. sure yeah. I saw his it leg was His was leg bad. seared to yeah. that door I heard
1: uh-huh. it I never heard <laughs> it That <laughs> is awful That is awful
0: that, that burn on your arm though From the oil was really bad Oh though, yeah that too. was a bad one too that Those yeah. were giant blisters
1: yeah. uh, Alright okay sucks.
0: Let's skip that one uh, Do you prefer a chef's coat T-shirt you know, what I prefer chef coats because I don't like getting my own clothes dirty. <laughs> yeah, I like mm, to be able to walk. Fair enough. I like to be able to walk fresh out of the restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Straight, yeah. Straight be to able to go, the go
2: to the club or something like that. I don't do that, but you know.
0: All right. What if kind, you
2: did, if I did, if
0: yeah. you did, what kind of shoes do you wear? I wear Birkenstock clogs. Ah, <laughs> 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 yes.
2: dirty hippie. The,
1: the, the old the, white man. <laughs> not, the, not the
2: like the hippie, you know, like know. Woodstock <laughs> <laughs> edition, but the kitchen shoes. So yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. it's a. I think it's a gardening clog as well. <laughs> a gardening clog? Yeah. Huh.
0: Do you, Now, do you wear those in the garden too? I actually, I do. You're a gardener. I do. I garden a lot. I've eaten a bunch of your, I've eaten a bunch of your stuff.
2: Yeah. I like to grow tomatoes a lot. And those um, heirlooms are gorgeous, man. Yeah. That's I grew nice. purple Cherokees this summer and those Ooh. were awesome. And um, some Mr. Stripies and some Cherry Sweet 100s. Now you
0: recently moved from your house. You recently moved from your house um, to uh, Ballard. So... What?
1: Hey, girl, how long sick, mister? Five minutes.
0: All
2: right. I guess that's enough time. C- can yeah, jo- can Johnny start the pasta?
1: Oh, he so can start that pasta. Johnny, fire that pasta. Pasta going underwater. water. <laughs> <laughs> heard.
0: Somebody heard. See, somebody asked me, somebody at my work the other day, they were like, um, Do you mind if I steal that? And I was like, Steal what? And they're like, Heard. I was like, what? I was like, you heard what? And, <laughs> and she's like, no, you know how you say heard? And I was like, oh, yeah. They're like, I just think it's so cute. And it's just a lot easier than saying, oh, I hear that. And I was
1: like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, nothing to be stolen. She could just yeah, hear that. That's, <laughs> I was, like, I was,
1: that's a thing. Yeah. I said, I
0: didn't create it. <laughs> it's just the English language. It's, <laughs> just, it's just a callback. It's,
1: yeah, it's been they around ca- for a long time. They kind,
0: they kind of get annoyed at me, though, because I, I say thank you for callbacks. So whenever I ask them to drop fry or... um,
2: I think that's a good common courtesy,
0: though.
1: That's a, yeah. Yeah,
2: very professional.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's like, hey, I need you to throw in another pan of brisket, right? Warm Mm -hmm. up pan of brisket. And they go, warming up brisket. And I go, thank you, warm up brisket. And they're like, you don't have to say thank you. I'm doing my job. I "I just appreciate you letting me know that you're putting it in. That's all about (laughs) to. Okay. All right. Um... What is your favorite music to cook to?
2: Favorite music to cook to? Well, currently I am listening to Young Thugs Slime Season Two. You know what? This interview is over. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Johnny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I can't resist. It's oh the voice. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> um, these are some questions that I tailor to you. Do you whip and or nene?
1: Oh,
2: I do not nay nay, but I do whip every now and then.
1: You, okay. <laughs> okay. Question. Do you twerk?
2: I've tried and I realized <laughs> that I'm too skinny and bony to I've do so. I've watched you try okay. to twerk. Yeah. Yeah. It's All right. sad. All right. So you have never,
0: in fact, this is a fact, you have never whipped and nade.
2: Actually, I have not. I didn't realize what that dance actually was until recently when I saw it on Facebook.
0: Okay. All right. I huh. feel that. I respect that. Respect huh. that. Uh, have you ever hit the quan? <laughs> hit <laughs> the Kwan in, re- in reference to hit the Kwan you know, no oh no you know, how you, know how you uh <laughs> Rich Homie Kwan dances no I mean, you've never seen him on stage dance I've ne- I've they made a dance to him dancing on stage he dances like I'm gonna say a 14 year old um black male with a little bit of sugar in his tank <laughs> okay. So that's that. that. Little pep in the step. Um last dancey question, do you dab? The dance not the
1: I don't know what
0: that well, is
2: even. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the 2 chains dab. Yeah, I actually um I got one of those sweaters oh, because word. I follow him on Instagram. Say word. It was $20. Say word.
1: I don't know what that is.
2: It's the you you go like basically just move you your face into your you into your old, like- yeah. Basically, you smell <laughs> your armpit. It, it,
1: yeah. Oh. And um,
2: it's just kind of a quick little dance. You know, I actually saw one of the Rams doing it last week during yeah. the game, and it, it upset me. Why? Because I love two chains, and I don't like the Rams. Oh.
0: I, they don't, they're not sure who invented it. I don't know. Migos does it. Have you heard mm-hmm. Have you heard that song? Uh,
2: hit the dab. No, I actually haven't listened to Migos recently. You son of you giving up. But now I will I will get back on that.
0: Yeah, me and Johnny, that was me and Johnny's jam uh when we cooked. Birds. Together. Let's do it. Birds. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure people were super annoyed with us. Uh, I've am I'm. carried on the tradition and now I'm pissing everybody off in my kitchen by just going, uh, Jody, won't you come my way? (laughs) (laughs) Got something I want to say. Yeah,
2: I like that one. Have you seen the video of uh, the girl singing to her goldfish? Um. What's that one song that Fetty Wop sings where he wants her to come trap back? Queen? Yeah, the trap queen. She's my trap queen, let her
0: hit the bando. <laughs> What's the amigo song we always sing about Bando? Uh My Homie's Bando or something. I think it's called yeah, Bando. Yeah. My homie's Bando. <laughs> Shout out to Bando. That's what it is. Okay. Ridiculous. Couple more couple more quick questions, real okay. quick, quick, ones. Um, who's your favorite chef in Seattle and or just in general?
2: Um in Seattle right now? You know, I really do enjoy Erica Burke. She is a very solid, um, awesome chef to work for, and she is one of the first chefs that I've met that owns several restaurants and still gets into the kitchen and works pantry in heels.
1: What? Whoa. Yes, so
2: she, she, she did that one time, and it was pretty chills. impressive. She, no. She's cute, too. Yeah, she is. Not an unattractive lady, that no, is for sure.
0: She's very, very pretty. I remember that day she walked by, and we were all looking at the Ferraris. What did she say? She's like... You're never gonna have one of those. Yeah, or keep, basically. She like, oh, no, she's
2: like, keep trying. No, she's
0: like, keep standing out here. You're never gonna own one of those. <laughs> We're just looking through the looking through the thing, the uh, chain link fence, staring yeah, at it.
2: Not on my pay.
0: Okay. Um, perfect. Um, okay. So I've asked you this question before, and I'm asking all everybody that I invite up to this studio to Studio Two One Two. You've heard this question before. It's one of my favorite questions, and I've modified it for tonight. <laughs> you know.
1: upset people at
0: home you know this question I've asked it before I've
1: I've gotten so many like why why is this a thing I asked some people the other day is it
2: it the the (laughs) the question yeah
0: I asked somebody the other day and they proceeded to not only name what they would like, you know, from what country, but how they would like to prepare it.
1: That is too much. That's too far. Yeah. Okay. So far.
0: Johnny, if you were if you're forced to eat a human, mm-hmm. we modified it. Oh, okay. It can be a, a a human of any age range.
2: I know. I've I've heard this question many a time.
0: <laughs> well I'm just saying it can be any age range. Right? <laughs> um, and you get to pick Set the country people. of origin that they're from. Okay what ethnicity of human would you i would say like to try but would you would you prefer to try if you were forced to eat a human
2: you know i asked some uh some family members this at christmas and they all looked at me really funny <laughs> this uh, christmas this christmas nice. yeah uh, around the table yeah around the table i was like what would you eat and um you know i established that i would eat um a Cambodian baby. <laughs> Cambodian.
1: Oh, Cambodian. Yeah. yeah.
2: There's not very much meat on them. You know, on not, the, on the, there's not very on much meat, but, the, but there's probably a good amount of spice on there. So
1: oh, probably. Probably. <laughs> Nicely
2: seasoned. Um really tender. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, you know, goes served well with rice. Okay. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Foul sir. Foul. Sorry, I sorry. Go visit Johnny at the Chop Shop. <laughs> OK, uh, the kitchen. <laughs> um, two more quick questions. Real quick question. What's your favorite cookbook?
2: My favorite cookbook is Sean Brock's Heritage.
0: Good. I haven't read it, but
2: it's uh, delicious. Sean Brock is dope. Yeah, it's all about heirloom and going back to the original roots of cooking mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's
1: beautiful, too. Oh Yeah,
2: it's a gorgeous book. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, OK, and
0: then uh, what's your um, two things? Uh, after you get done, after you get done off a of shift, you know, all, all people in the kitchen don't really want to go home and cook. Mm -hmm. Um, so what first of all what do you have for your shift drink and then when you go home what do you like to eat
2: um, when you get off work okay well after I get off of work I usually just have a Coca-Cola because I'm a Coca-Cola fiend
1: nice Um, high five
2: and I don't really drink that much so I usually don't have too much beer or anything like that but when I get home I'm a frozen food junkie and um, I really like Trader Joe's mini tacos those are the jam with Trader Joe's salsa as well
0: Okay. Huh. All right. That's going to wrap up uh, our portion of the uh, interview with Johnny.
1: And <laughs> we're going to go
2: on. We're
0: going to go on to it. So we're going to have Johnny join us for uh, a little discussion we're having about uh, before we wrap up the show about um, the, an article came out on shift gig um, about how to handle your cooks in the kitchen. Johnny's been a, a sous chef. Uh, I've been in charge of people before. And uh, we're going to talk about real quick how, how to handle cooks who just don't care, who just don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. The worst. And it and it happens. So what what would be what would be your advice to somebody uh, dealing with a a line cook or a person in the back of the house, front of the house, who just doesn't care, is only there to pick up a paycheck, doesn't want to go the extra mile um, and just sits
2: on his ass. Um, I guess I would just say, you know, I've definitely been in that position and I've kind of been one of those cooks that have gotten into a rut and I didn't know if I wanted to cook anymore. And there was a lot of personal things going on in my life. But, um, I always say like, you know, keep your head up and just like, if it's not working out for you at that restaurant, maybe you need to move to another restaurant and try something different, whether it is the cuisine or. But that's always the answer they give you. I mean, that's always what. Uh, a chef tells you well that's true but sometimes you can just you know maybe say fuck it and just do something like retail and see how (laughs) shitty life is when you're not in the kitchen when it's different and how much you actually miss it you know I worked um what did I do I worked at a hotel for a little bit but in between cooking to see if I actually liked it and a retirement home um and I also worked a little bit of retail and just realized that cooking is my passion and it's what I truly love to do
0: yeah, I, I uh, hello, have you ever have you worked what what other jobs have you had?
1: Um, I my family owns a small motel and a gas station okay. up in Alaska. I've also been a lifeguard. I mm-hmm. have oh, um, <laughs> Baywatch. Yep, all the time.
0: Baywatch. All, <laughs> what was it? Baywatch nights when they were in Hawaii. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she'd be Baywatch. Baywatch all day, every day because there's no uh, no darkness up all, in Alaska.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I worked in several gyms here in. Seattle.
0: Get it girl.
1: And so I've, yeah, I've done a lot of different things.
0: I mean, I, I, I can also see, uh, the side of both coins. I've constantly left the restaurant industry and sworn it off for life. But, uh, you know, every once in a while you just want to tell your, one of your coworkers to shut the fuck up and you, you know, can't. and
2: after work that's completely okay to do.
0: Yeah. But you always want to go, you know, I always end up going back. I
1: really want to say it. at that moment.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, motivating, I mean, I'm pretty good at motivating people and you're pretty good at motivating people. It's just, I I find it a, it's it's a complete lack of respect for your coworkers Mm -hmm. when you see somebody busting their ass and, you know, staying there after hours because shit needs to get done because you care about the food. And it just, um, I don't want that. I don't want that person uh, as my team member.
2: Yeah. You know, I've definitely worked with a lot of cooks that way. Um, And uh, sometimes you just sometimes you just need to elevate, you know, maybe go to a restaurant. It's not just changing the restaurant. It's changing the scale of what you're cooking. So if you're working at a place that being challenged, yeah, that's not challenging you. Like my girlfriend always tells me if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room
0: true that good one that's a good line so
2: she told me that when i was at rue um because i was feeling unchallenged and i you know took what i could get from them and it was a lot they taught me a lot over there and uh I took my knowledge and now I'm using that knowledge to run the brunch menu at Chop Shop. So That's right. Yeah. How is that going? It's going well. You know, we're picking up every day. The holidays were quite busy um, and uh, we crush numbers. Is this your menu? Uh, yeah, it's me and Erica Burke's menu. She has a couple items on it that we infuse together. And um, yeah, we just really wanted to go with kind of like a fat boy menu, as we like <laughs> to call it. <laughs>
0: Okay, um, hello. Before we wrap up, is there any any questions you wanted to ask Johnny personally?
1: Um, I every question you asked, I was going to ask. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, we uh we let Johnny here pick out our ingredient of the week. I need my soundbite for that. We need to get Yeah, I got the bam. We're gonna throw in the Emerald Lagasse bam soundbite. Bam, bam. By the way, I talked to. Oh shit! You know we didn't talk about. We have to talk about real quick. Uh, shots fired, man. Down. Uh, your boy talking shit about
1: oh, Anthony Bourdain. Did you read about that?
2: I didn't. I didn't get a chance to read that. Uh, the
1: Dallas uh, Chef John Tesser. Yeah. So, uh, good I heard he was Bold. hating. Yeah.
2: Hell
0: oh, uh. hard. So hard. Let me. So let me look it up real quick. And uh, yeah, let me tell you about it. So basically what happened is, is apparently uh, my uh, friend is a, he films for um, HBO But for a long time, short time ago, he was filming for um, Top Chef. And he says that this guy was on there, on his show, and was just a complete dick. But apparently he he says that uh, Anthony Bourdain cannot cook his way out of a wet paper bag.
2: But I feel like Anthony Bourdain has claimed to not be able to not be a good cook.
0: Yeah, he's a writer, man. Yeah, he's a writer. He loves food. But the dude can slay in a kitchen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: but he, yeah, you're right. He has said that he's not like the world's greatest chef. He's never proclaimed to be the best chef ever. No. Um. He's, he said that several times on his show. So uh, this guy is like saying the stuff that, Adam? yeah, has, is saying stuff that Anthony Bourdain has said himself. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, what I, is happening right now? I just, well, kind
2: of looks like a, Dweeb, so.
1: yeah no um i've seen i saw the top chef that this guy was on and everybody was like i hate you so much <laughs> like you're such an asshole <laughs> like why are you on here but this guy is a good chef like he's hmm. really really good but everybody was like you're such a f- asshole <laughs> so so basically
0: he got interviewed by playboy And he was going for his third Michelin star, something like of that nature. And he's saying that, you know, he's been in the industry for four decades. And that's why he is allowed to shit on people like Anthony Bourdain. It gives him uh, the right to, which that is, even if you have been in the industry, yeah, you don't shit. You don't just don't shit on other people. Yeah. Um, And I don't know why they're going after Anthony Bourdain. He's awesome. Uh, Mm -hmm. He said he says that uh, Anthony Bourdain is one of the one of the shittiest chefs that has ever lived. The guy can't cook because we have a paper bag, which I already said. Uh, Everywhere he goes, he makes Portuguese fish stew, beef bourguignon, or he brings Eric Rippert with him to do something. What? I mean, I don't, what a dick. I forgot to mention that. I just, we had this ongoing, you've heard it, we had this ongoing thing about like um, Guy Fieri and Anthony
2: Bourdain. Mm -hmm. I still got Anthony Bourdain's back.
1: Always. And it seems like he's been getting a lot of shit lately from like, yeah, I
2: just like seeing his adventures. He goes to pretty cool places. What?
1: To, yeah, and he brings light to a lot of different exactly. issues yeah. that are happening in those What's different the one? areas. No. No no, reservations. No, reservations. no, the
2: one that where he goes to um areas of conflict. It's one of his newer ones. Oh, on CNN. Yeah, it's like um uh, I don't I think borders or something uh, like that. No
1: borders. Isn't no, it? Borders? no borders, is it? I believe it is. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, that one's really good. Well, you it know, you really know, fat, fat Joe from the Terror Squad said it best: "Jealous ones still envy, baby." You know what <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying they got to hate. hate be
1: hating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <Touch> jelly. <laughs>
0: yeah. So f- I'm gonna say fuck this guy. I give this guy an epic thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So ingredient of the week, um, Johnny. Would you like to announce our ingredient
2: of the week? Yeah, my uh, the ingredient I would like to use is duck egg.
1: Yes.
0: It's a great one.
1: So delicious. Very delicious. Shall
0: we let ladies go first? Always.
1: Oh, oh, thank you. Um, I have chosen to do a duck egg aioli. Um, Just rich and delicious. Um, To make this, you need three yolks, some lemon juice, garlic, half and half of olive oil and canola. And um, just easy peasy. You can add in whatever um, flavoring you want. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll leave that up to you.
2: Oh, that actually sounds pretty tasty. I might have to try that. All
0: right, yeah. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a duck egg custard. Yeah. Uh, basically, what you're gonna do with this is you're gonna get a couple duck eggs. You're gonna get a, grab an extra egg yolk. Um, you're gonna get a double boiler going. You're gonna uh, get some hot milk, not boiling, simmering, uh, scalding, if you would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna slowly pour in that um, pour in those duck eggs and yolks. With it, slowly stirring it in, Uh, you're going to have your oven set at about 300 degrees. You can add some um, seasoning to it, some vanilla, nutmeg. Um, Yeah, and you're going to pour, take that, put it into a ramekin, I guess you'd say. definitely. Into a hot bath. Um, Set that in the hot bath. Toss that in the oven. Cook it for, I don't know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes? Covered uncovered? Covered. Awesome. Most definitely right. covered, I'm sorry. Um yeah, I forgot to say set a kettle. Uh hot kettle in there for the hot the bath. And uh yeah, there you go. Awesome. You got custard
1: yeah. nice okay. make a pie. Uh <laughs>
0: delicious. Custard <laughs> pie. Mm-hmm.
2: Well uh I would l- I wanted to do um a duck egg carbonara. Ooh. And for that all you need is one duck egg and some pancetta or bacon or even lard on whatever you'd like to use. And what I like to use is bucatini pasta, which is a bigger version of spaghetti. And you'll just drop that into some boiling hot water, salted, of course. Um get that pasta cooking for about 6-7 minutes. Pull that uh, render off your bacon in your pan and separate your duck egg from white and your yolk. Um, as you're rendering off your fat, you're going to pull that pasta out and save some of that pasta water because it's the starchiness mm-hmm. is always going to help mm-hmm. build that sauce and the flavor. So you're going to take that water and you're going to add it a little bit in with the pasta and uh, take the egg white and Parmesan Reggiano cheese. Um, That'll work. T- shaved and grated. Uh-huh. And you're going to add that in and emulsify and make your sauce creamy. Nice. Um, at the end of that, you're going to put a little bit of black pepper. Even though I hate black pepper, you should use a little bit of black pepper. <laughs> um and you're going to finish off with the yolk and just place it nicely on top to serve and the customer will be nice. able to emulsify it themselves. Nice, nice, yeah. nice.
0: Delicious. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. All right. That that sounds like a really good one. It does. I I want to I want to try this duck egg custard though. I kind
1: of want to yeah. try out this duck. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> all of these ducks, yeah.
0: Which is dinner. All right, um, that's going to be our episode. I want to thank Johnny Smith. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much. My
0: fucking G. This, <laughs> this dude is the homie. I enjoyed cooking with him so much. He made it so much fun in the kitchen.
1: It seems and, like
0: it. And he bangs shit out. You know, It's not like he's just in there playing around all the time. And we knock shit out. So I really loved working with Johnny. Thank you. Um, I want to thank uh, our producer, Keith. I want to thank the Soundcast Network for hosting us. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Remember to uh, like our page on Facebook. It's going to be, uh, what is it, Hello,
1: Girl, how long's take, mister?
0: Uh, hello, I also want to thank Halal for running our Instagram page, uh, which is?
1: Girl, how long's take, mister?
0: What did you say about uh, Instagram today?
1: I don't remember.
0: Kate's gonna be mad. She goes, I remember when I used to post on Instagram.
1: Oh, for, yeah. For fun. For fun.
0: I did it all the time. And I I, I like hello, but every day she'd be like, Insta selfie of the day. <laughs> I'm like, just oh, yeah. because you have to do one doesn't mean you have to do one. <laughs> now she says, now I have to do it, and it feels like a chore. So now <laughs> that you, now that you, a, now that you have to post, now but you're I, upset.
1: No, I just want to. Okay, yes, it's a little, it's a little frustrating. Whatever, son. But it's, it's easy. It's easy. Yeah, I don't even is. know. It's like first world problems.
0: Yeah, uh, it is. and then our, our Twitter. What's our Twitter?
1: How long stake mister?
0: At how long stake mister. And uh, yeah, check us out on uh, the Soundcast Network, www.soundcastnetwork.com. And check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. And please uh, comment and rate, man. If you think we suck, one star. <laughs> tell me I'm terrible um, yeah I just want to thank everybody out there for listening we get a lot of feedback and I really do appreciate all the feedback you guys have been giving me about yes. the show um, everybody from friends to strangers to people in the industry um, we're getting some really good uh, push going and uh, we can, we're can. we hoping to continue um, doing this and talking about cool shit in the kitchen so uh, once again thank you for me and hello and thanks Johnny for being here we'll see you guys thank next you. week thank you grill how long steak mister
1: five minutes out Eat a dick, bitch!